Hello there, and welcome back to the Dream On Podcast. This is Jennifer, and if, when I said hello there, you immediately thought to reply with General Kenobi, then you're my new best friend. (laughs) And if you don't understand that, then you need to watch Star Wars, because it's absolutely critical to being human on Earth. I think it's very important, so go watch Star Wars. (laughs) But um, I am just getting back today from being gone from my home for... I think 11 days. Um, The day after I posted the last episode, um, my family received a call because my cousin had suddenly passed away. So we packed up all of our stuff the day after Christmas, or two days after Christmas. Either way, we packed up our stuff, we left, and I've been gone since yesterday, which is when I finally got back. And we drove for two days and we went halfway across the country. Um, I live in California and we drove all the way to Arkansas. And if you don't know where Arkansas is, which you probably don't, it's right above Texas. And Texas is the really big one at the bottom of the United States. So we drove from California, which is, you know, the side of the country directly beside the ocean. We drove halfway across the country to the very middle of it and we went to Arkansas. And we were there for a funeral, and it was horrible, as expected. Um, But, um, crazily enough, while we were there um, on literally the worst day of the entire trip, because, of course, none of it was fun. We went for a funeral. But on the worst day of the whole trip, when so many terrible things happened that I won't even burden you with telling you about them because it was that awful... um, I got my first voice message from one of you, and it was so nice, and it was so great to hear, and it just really brightened my whole day, because my day was horrible. It was probably one of the worst days that I will ever have in my entire life. Like, and that's not even being dramatic, it was just a lot of really horrible, unexpected things happened. But I received a voice message from one of you, and it was the first one that I've gotten, and it was almost a full minute. It was 54 seconds and it was just so nice to hear. And thank you so much to that person specifically because you have no idea how much it meant to me to hear that on that day specifically. That was just the perfect time to send me something. So thank you so much. And to the rest of you um, and to that person specifically, again, I cannot respond to voice messages directly just because that's not a feature that um, Anchor offers. So I can't respond to it, but I can hear it and I receive them. And I don't know if it tells you when I listen to them, but I can, I receive them and I can hear them. I just can't respond. So I get your messages if and when you send them to me. I just can't do anything with them unless I put them in a podcast episode. So feel free to send me questions on there if you want me to answer them in the podcast or just say really nice things to me because... Of course, that's great, too. But um, if you want, like, an answer from me, then the Instagram is really the way to go. And maybe I'll make, like, a Twitter and and an email from here because um, then I'll just have more ways to respond to people. Um, so those are – that's kind of just, like, what happened recently. I've been gone, you know, since yesterday, and I just got back. And I had all these really big plans before I left. Um, I still have them, but it was just like kind of a weird delay because my whole life was disrupted. And understandably, my whole family was just struggling a lot. So, you know, if you've lost someone, then you know how it is. And if you haven't, then I'm glad that you don't know how it is. 
so then um, right here in front of me, I have the script for this episode, just my little outline that I did. And a few weeks ago, before all of that happened, someone uh, reached out to me through the Instagram account. And it was after I did the episode where I talked about different kinds of dreams. And they said, hey, I think that there's one that you forgot. And I was like, oh, of course there was. But um, they, they said, hey, you know, sometimes I have dreams and it's just music. And they said that, like, they're asleep and the only thing that's in the entire dream is music. And they almost see it like a wavelength. You know how, like, um, sometimes when you're watching a music video, you can see, like, the line going up and down just like you see the music wavelength? Sometimes they have dreams like that. And I think that's super interesting because I haven't had one like that. But it makes sense to me because I've had... I totally forgot during the episode, but I've had dreams that are literally musicals. And so that that could be um, that in the dream I'm walking around doing stuff and I'm listening to a song and it's actually playing out loud in the dream and I'm just listening to it. And um, normally when that happens, when I wake up in the morning, I have that song stuck in my head. So that's kind of um, a clue for me when I wake up that I was dreaming about that song. But also um, I've had dreams that have fully original songs and that's really crazy. I've so It's really difficult to remember the melody of it after I wake up. So normally in those, I'll listen to it really intently and I'll try to, um, I'll try to get the beat in my head because otherwise I will forget the melody almost instantly. And I'm not sure why that's so difficult to remember, but it really is. I think that there's only one that I can think of right now that I remember super, super clearly from beginning to end. And that was because I woke up at like five in the morning and I wrote down the whole song and I just sat there thinking about it for a really, really, really long time because it was really cool and really good and I didn't want to forget it. And if I told you about it, you wouldn't really understand because it's not like it was some cool song that you'd hear on the radio. It was very specific to the dreams storyline. Otherwise, I would share it. But I'm not going to sing on here because no one wants to hear that. And if you hear in the background of this episode um, a sound that almost sounds like water, I apologize. That's my um, diffuser that I got for Christmas. And I'm running it right now because I want to smell this new smell that I got. So that's going right now. Uh, you might be able to hear it in the background a little bit. I think it's mostly silent, but sometimes it drips and you can hear it. So it's it's kind of a weird sound, but I hope it's not too annoying. And then now I want to actually start talking about um, the main focus of this episode, which is creation in dreams. And while I was away from my house, um, I had this really cool dream and it was super, super lucid. Um, and I mentioned before in previous episodes that... There's, there's like this balance, right, between lack of sleep and getting enough really good sleep. So sometimes when you're sleeping really lightly and you're not getting all the proper sleep you need, um, it makes you really tired during the day. So it kind of blurs the line between reality and your dreams just because they seem so much closer because you're not sleeping very much and you're not sleeping very well. And so because you're so tired in the daytime and um, you're like tired in your dreams as well. It's like, you're not really sure, um, during either period if you're awake or asleep, just because they're so similar and they're so entwined because you're not sleeping properly and it's not sustainable, but, um, it happens to me, I would say pretty frequently that when I'm not sleeping well and I'm not sleeping 
um, correctly, then I'll have um, really good dream recall. And I'm not saying that you should try that, even though it is a strategy, um, because I don't think that it's a great idea just because sleep is so important for your brain and for your entire body to just like repair itself and uh, process things. And so just don't do that on purpose. But um, I was not sleeping well while we were gone. So I had this dream and it was really lucid because, you know, that line between reality and dreams was so blurred. And I was there and I've talked before in this podcast about how uh, when I'm dreaming and I'm asleep, my priorities are very different from when I'm awake. So when I'm awake, you know, I read all these things that other lucid dreamers are able to do, like make portals and like uh, sculpt worlds from nothing and all these really creative things. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I could totally do that. Um, Because obviously all of us are capable of doing that. We all have uh, amazing brains that are capable of doing that. But uh, when I'm asleep and I'm in whatever really cool dream world I'm in, I just don't care about all that stuff anymore because I really like the dreams that I make for myself. And if there's something that I don't like, normally the dream will change it by itself just because of dream suggestibility. So Uh, normally I don't do things on purpose like that, but this time I was so close to waking up and I could sense that in the dream. So I was trying really hard to stay asleep and I was trying really hard to not destabilize anything. So I was walking in this hallway after this whole dream sequence had commenced and I was walking down this really long hallway and there were all these doors on the sides of the hallway and only one of them was open. And I think that this dream specifically was inspired by the book that I'm reading, which is called Echo North, and it's by Joanna Ruth Meyer. And it's uh, like a YA book. It's very fairy tale-esque. But in the book, there's like a magic house, and there's like this long hallway, and it's full of all these doors that go to all these different cool places. And the the book feels very much like a dream. So if you're looking for a cool book to read that might um, inspire you to dream Uh, different things, then I think that's probably a pretty good one. I'm about halfway through. But after that sidetrack, I'm in the hallway in the dream, and there are all these doors, and only one of them is open. And I walk up uh, to these double doors that are open, and I can see into this bedroom. And it's not just a bedroom, it's like a room, and then another room, and the door is open between them, and then there's another room at the end, and the door is open to that one too. And that's where I can see the bed, so I know it's a bedroom. And it, but all the rooms are full of pink carpet, and it's, like, the, all the lights are off, but I can still see just from, like, a dim light somewhere. And everything's pink for some reason in there. But I'm, I'm standing there, and I'm about to go in, and then I think to myself, wait, wouldn't it be fun if before I go in I check for traps? And I'm not sure why I thought of that, but I wanted to make sure there weren't any traps for when I went into the rooms. So I was thinking and I was like, what could I possibly do? And I don't know if I even had a clear plan in my mind, but for some reason I just thought um, and I cupped my hands in front of my mouth and I just kind of like blew out almost like when you're blowing like uh, like blowing um, air on your hands when they're cold. So like I blew out into my hands and then I kind of um, I like pulled them apart and I kind of like open my arms a little bit and out of uh between my hands this tiny light came out and it was almost like a really small star and it just like floated out in front of me and 
It kind of went up and down a little bit. It was kind of wobbly. And it went out into the second room and then it fizzled out. It like popped and then there was smoke. And I was absolutely shocked. I was so excited. I've never made anything like that in a dream. I thought that that was so cool and so amazing because everyone always talks about doing stuff like that. And I really don't do that just because I enjoy my dreams pretty organically. So I made that and I was like, that was amazing. So I tried to do it again and it worked, but it didn't work as well. It fizzled out really quickly before it even reached that second room. And I got kind of annoyed and I turned away from the room and I just faced like down the hallway and I kept trying to make them. And I tried a few times and it just was not working. Like at one point I couldn't even make one and I just sat there and I was so frustrated. And I kid you not, I thought about the podcast and I was like, well, if someone asked me, you know, hey, why isn't this working for me? My immediate answer would be, hey, well, you just need to concentrate more and you need to believe that you can do it. And so I kind of listened to my own like mental advice and I just sat there and I took a deep breath and I calmed down and then I tried again and it worked. And I was like, heck yeah, I got it. And then randomly this girl came up to me and she was wearing all beige and she just came from down the hallway. She had super curly brown hair and she came up to me and started talking to me about how I needed to buy a lucid dreaming kit like of tools in the real world. Um, And she said that I needed to go to uh, the name of my dad's hometown. She said the name of my dad's hometown and she said that I needed to go there and get a lucid dreaming kit. And I just stood there and she was talking about all this nonsense and she confused me so much that I completely forgot that I was lucid. And then my mom was there and I was like, wait, was that a dream last night? Did I wake up? Is this real? And then I actually ended up waking up in reality from the dream just because I was so close to waking up already. And then I heard a noise. So Um, I think that the reason that it wasn't working was, of course, because I was frustrated and, like, I did need to calm down, but also because I was so close to waking up already that the the dream was really not stable. And so it was just kind of, like, I was already kind of waking up, so of course things weren't working the way they should have because I was already on the edge of the entire dream falling apart. But that was so cool. I've never done anything like that. Um... I think that um, stuff like that, though, like stories like that, um, a lot of people, the reason they want to lucid dream is to be able to do stuff like that. And I think that even though it's really fun to like think about doing stuff like that, it takes, uh, and not even just like that, I'm talking about like really big stuff that people do. Um, Like they'll say that they'll make entire worlds and all sorts of crazy things that are super awesome. But doing stuff like that takes so much work and so much time and I just I really enjoy the organicness of my dreams just because they take place in so many different places and just I really appreciate how they naturally are so of course making the little stars was really awesome and I'm so excited that I was able to do that because I haven't done anything like that before but I wish that as a community we didn't put so much emphasis on stuff like that because Dreams in and of themselves, even if they're bad dreams or they're kind of boring, 
they're still really cool that we're able to do that in our heads and just hallucinate that every single night. That's absolutely crazy. So I think that even if you've never done something like that, there's no reason to feel like you're not good at lucid dreaming or any sort of nonsense like that because as long as you can do it, that's already something that not many people can do and not everyone uh, will ever be able to do just because they don't apply themselves to it. And it's just it's just a cool way to live. So just just kind of going into nonsense there. But I think that because our dreams are so impacted by our relationship with ourselves and what our motivations are and what our goals are, that you can't let yourself become so frustrated and be comparing yourself to other people because you don't know where they're at in their lives. You don't know how long they've been lucid dreaming. You don't know what techniques they've used. Like, there's there are so many different techniques you can lose, use for lucid dreaming, and there are, like, so many different methods that people say are the best, and people compare and contrast them. And really, whatever works for you and whatever you're doing is what's best for you, most likely. And you're very, like, we're all very different from other people. And that's good, because that's what makes the world diverse and makes it um, other people unique. But whatever you're doing, as long as it's making you happy, and you like, like, what you're dreaming about, and like, what you're doing, then that's fine. You don't have to do the same thing as other people. And do I think it would be cool to create an entire world from scratch, like a whole planet? Yes. But when I'm in my dreams, if I'm not thinking about that, then obviously that's not something that's that important to me. Because when I'm in my dreams and I look out and I see whatever the heck is happening in the dream, even if it's something super weird, if I really like it in the moment, then obviously that other thing that I think about when I'm awake isn't really that important. Because... When I'm asleep and I'm, I don't know, would you call that like your truest self? I don't know. Maybe it's just like your most basic self. Like, I don't care about it when I'm asleep. So obviously it's not that big a deal to me if it's only something that I care about here. I think a big part of being happy and finding satisfaction is choosing to do that. Because if you decide to always look at things in a negative light and you decide to always compare yourself to other people, then you're never going to be happy. And... Of course, that applies to everything, including dreams. So if you look at your dreams and you think that they're stupid and they're annoying and you wish that they were different, then you're always going to be dissatisfied with them and it's never going to turn around, even if something really cool does happen, because you're going to think, well, it could have been better. And that's just not the way to live. Life is way too short to live like that. So focusing on the positive things and the things that you do like, that's what's really going to help you. Because if you deteriorate the relationship between you and yourself, then that's going to reflect in, of course, all parts of your waking life. It's going to make things worse for you in waking life. But especially like when you're dreaming and when you're trying to lucid dream, because that entire world all of those worlds, really, because lucid dreaming and dreams take place in so many crazy universes. Like, you know, like, they take place on, like, islands, in volcanoes, in space. Like, it could be literally anywhere that you could dream of. So, but all of those places exist only in your mind. So when you are just, like, constantly bashing yourself and 
you're really just like inflating your insecurities and making everything out to be so much worse than it is, or even creating problems that don't exist, right? By ripping apart your self-image and all sorts of stuff like that. Like that's going to reflect there more clearly than anywhere else because the only thing that exists in your dreams is you. So if you are constantly like going after yourself and hating on yourself, then your dreams are going to reflect that. So when I think about how in my dreams, when I don't like what's going on, I don't ever honestly have to voice that opinion. The dream will just change itself because I don't really like it. And that's not something that I do on purpose. I don't think, hey, I want this to change. It just happens on its own. And normally that's because in the dream, I don't want to be rude almost. And that's a very weird concept because it's only myself and I'm not offending anyone in reality. But in the dream, um, let's just say that I'm talking to someone who I think is boring. Then I'm not going to be rude and say something like, hey, I really don't want to talk to you. You're really boring. Instead, I'll just kind of stand there and I'll nod along and I'll play along with whatever's happening. But if I'm not into it, normally something will change without me even wanting it to. And then I'll become really engaged and I'll really like whatever happens next. But I don't even find that I have to do anything on purpose to shift that. So I think that, and like this is totally, like this is kind of garbage. This is just me, like my personal opinions on this. But I think that that's because... I have a really good relationship with myself. Like, I know myself very well. I have a lot of respect for myself. And I think that that, those two things kind of go hand in hand. Because in my dreams, when I don't like what's happening, I'll change it for myself without even, like, having a second thought about it. I'll just think, oh, I don't like this. And then subconsciously, I'll just change it, you know, so that it's better. And I don't feel the need to fight against myself or to make things difficult for myself. Because why would I do that? It doesn't make any sense. And, of course, that's liter- this is just literally me reflecting on, on just this in general. And it, it's, it's, I don't know if I should talk about this, but I think that because I have a good relationship with myself, that reflects itself in my dreams and how much I enjoy them and how much I'm able to control them. And I think that controlling your dreams and, like, just the amount of abilities that you have because it's tied so much into your belief in yourself and your confidence in yourself to know that things are fake here and to know that you're able to do whatever you want and you can do anything that you can imagine, you really have to believe that in the dream for it to make it true. And of course, that level of confidence has to have something to do with how confident you are in waking life. Like, I've, I've mentioned this before, that in my dreams, most of the time... When I realize I'm dreaming, it's because the dream is pretty nonsense and I'll get a clue suddenly about how nonsense it is and then I'll just realize, oh, I'm dreaming and I just accept that. Like I trust myself to know when it's not real and I'm very self-aware and I know when something isn't right and I'm very, I'm very willing to question things. And this might be total garbage and this might just be me like... My, my, my ego getting in the way here, but I think that this is all, like, very connected, and I think that it has a lot to do with just, like, your self-image and what you're able to do in your dreams. So this whole episode went in a very different direction than I anticipated it going in, but 
I think that I'm pretty satisfied with everything that I said, even if um, a lot of it is really just opinion-based. Uh, and then at the end here, I just want to also like say that just because things in your dreams... So like um, a lot of people struggle to control things in their dreams, right? And um, a lot of you guys have said to me like, hey, you know, why can't I do this in my dreams? And I'm not saying in this episode that the reason that you can't do it is because, like, you um, have a bad relationship with yourself. That's not at all what I'm saying. Like, remember in the dream that I was just talking about that I had with the stars, the reason that it wasn't working was because, first of all, I was frustrated, but then also just because I was waking up, and so the dream was really unstable. So stuff like that, like, that has literally nothing to do with how I feel about myself. And that's just, like, outside factors. And sometimes you don't even know why it's not working. Like, one night you might be asleep and something's not working, and then the next night it will work. And maybe that's just because the whole day you thought about it, and then that night you expected it to work, and so it did. And there are all these factors that, like, you might not even think about. Um, like, uh, gosh dang it, in my statistics class... Uh, what are those called? Uh, lurking variables. The lurking variables are the things that you're not thinking about, um, but they still affect the outcome of what's uh, happening. So there are a lot of other things that impact your ability to control your dreams, and I am not saying in any way that the reason that you specifically are failing is because you need to change something about yourself or anything like that. So please do not take this out of this episode, because if you think that like, that doesn't apply to you, then you're correct. Like, you know yourself better than anyone. You know, like, where you're at emotionally and mentally, and you need to trust yourself way more than you should trust me, because I don't know you personally, and this might have nothing to do with you. But um, if this does resonate with you, then, you know, maybe that is something that you need to work on, or just something that you need to be mindful of. Like, mindfulness is so important when it comes to um, reality and when it comes to your dreams and just being aware and being self-aware and being confident. So I hope that instead of um, going away from this episode being like mad at yourself that you can't control your dreams, I hope that uh, you're encouraged, if anything, because um, if you're the only thing in your way, then really nothing is stopping you because of course you want yourself to succeed. So it's all good and eventually you will succeed. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and thank you again to the person who sent me uh, that voice message. I cannot respond to you through, like, whatever, like, through that channel, but I can respond to you in the podcast right now, which is what I'm doing. So thank you so much. You really brightened my day with that. Um, it was a really, really, really horrible day. And thank you to everyone else who has sent me messages on the Instagram, because for a solid week... Um, before I released the last episode, I got so many kind messages and so many questions that I was so happy to answer. And it's really great um, for me to wake up in the morning and see those. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for your kind words and your questions. And feel free to ask me more questions because I really like answering them. And they help me to become better at lucid dreaming as well. So thank you again for the sixth time and dream on. Wait, don't go yet. Wait, 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 wait. I have one more thing to say. Um, so after I was talking about that specific message that someone sent me, 
um, about their completely auditory, like, music dream. Um, I was talking about it, and then I realized midway through talking about it that I had read the message multiple weeks ago, and that I needed to go back after the episode and check to make sure that I was actually talking about it accurate. Whoa. Accurately. And I wasn't. So, um, it didn't have, um, like, that image that I was talking about with, like, the line going up and down. That was, like, something that I interpreted when I was reading the message. Um, the dream was pretty much solely auditory, they said, and then when they tried to get an image, it was something that related to the song, but it wasn't very clear. It was, like, really, um, difficult to grasp. So, um, they said that it was two full songs that they heard, and it was all sound, and they could feel the vibrations in their body, and they said that it was like an orchestra in their head. So, very cool description, very cool wordage. I interpreted the image as being the line going up and down just because that was my first thought. And then I guess that's what stuck with me when I thought back um, to thinking about the dream that they were talking about. So apologies to them for saying the wrong thing the first time, but I thought that that was really cool and I wanted to share and I wanted to correct my mistake. So now I can be done. Thank you so much for listening to my correction. Um, please follow the Instagram. Please send me messages on Anchor. I have both of those um, links in the description of every single episode, and I think that most of you don't read the description for each episode because they've been there for a long time, but until I actually talked about it in the podcast, I wasn't receiving that many messages. So this is me letting you know that, first of all, you should read the descriptions because I write all of them and none of them are duplicates. I just sit there after recording and I write out the description. And please, please send me messages if you so choose. And if not, continue listening. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Have a good night. Goodbye. Dream on.